back to the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today is day number 341, and we begin with number 2670. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Every time we begin to pray to Jesus, it is the Holy Spirit who draws us on the way of prayer by his provenient grace. Since he teaches us to pray by recalling Christ, how could we not pray to the Spirit too? That is why the Church invites us to call upon the Holy Spirit every day, especially at the beginning and at the end of every important action. If the Spirit should not be worshipped, how, <clears throat> how can he divin divinize me through baptism? If he should be worshipped, should he not be the subject of adoration? The traditional form of petition to the Holy Spirit is to invoke the Father through Christ our Lord to give us the Consoler Spirit. Jesus insists on this petition to be made in his name at the very moment when he promises the gift of the Spirit of Truth. But the simplest and most direct prayer is also traditional. Come Holy Spirit, and every liturgical tradition has developed it in antiphons and hymns. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Heavenly King, Consoler Spirit, Spirit of Truth, present everywhere and filling all things, treasure of all good and source of all life, come dwell in us, cleanse and save us, you who are all good. The Holy Spirit whose anointing permeates our whole being is the interior master of Christian prayer. He is the artisan of the living tradition of prayer. To be sure, there are as many paths of prayer as there are persons who pray, but it is the same Spirit acting in all and with all. It is in communion of the Holy Spirit that Christian prayer is prayer in the church. In prayer, the Holy Spirit unites us to the person of the only Son in his glorified humanity, through which and in which our filial prayer unites us in the church with the mother of Jesus. Mary gave her consent and faith at the Annunciation and maintained it without hesitation at the foot of the cross. Ever since, her motherhood has extended to the brothers and sisters of her son, who still journey on earth surrounded by dangers and difficulties. Jesus, the only mediator, is the way of our prayer. Mary, his mother and ours, is wholly transparent to him. She shows the way, Odigitria, and is herself the sign of the way, according to the traditional iconography of East and West. Beginning with Mary's unique cooperation with the working of the Holy Spirit, the Church develops their prayer to the Holy Mother of God, centering it on the person of Christ manifested in his mysteries. In countless hymns and antiphons expressing this prayer, Two movements usually alternate with one another. The first magnifies the Lord for the great things he did, for his lowly servant, and through, through her for all human beings. The second entrusts the supplications and praises of the children of God to the mother of Jesus, because she knows the humanity which, in her, the Son of God espoused. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. The, the continuation of how, how we are to pray is that we cannot pray without the Holy Spirit. We've talked about how all prayers made to the Father, it's made through the Son, um, but it really is the the Holy Spirit who moves us first, right? Um, that shouldn't be a, a terribly surprising thing, right? That the Trinity always works together, um, and and you know we have this quote from 
Gregory Nazianzus, right, uh, who one of the great fathers of the church, really defended the divinity of, of the Holy Spirit, which you know we don't really consider much much of a controversy now, but was a huge one. Um, you know, if if you ever, um, you know, if you know the creed from Sunday Mass, the Nicene Creed, you'll hear um, who was worshipped and glorified with the Father and the, and the Son. Um, that was a big deal for him to make that claim. Um, a right one, but but it was a big, a big moment in the life of the church to get that right, um, and so we think of that though as as what does it mean to pray um, with the Holy Spirit as as the prompting? Well, if we are temples of the Holy Spirit, if we are uh, created in a way to be able to house God, uh, to be changed by Him, you know, um, Saint Gregory uses the word divinizes, which is not something we use so much in the West, but in the East, Eastern Catholics, um, it is a very popular a very normal term. Um, and it's one that, that St. Peter uses in Scripture. Um, but we, because the Holy Spirit can dwell within us, He can move us, right? He, um, when Christ says, I, I give you a new law, no, no longer written on stone, but on the human heart, um, fulfilling prophecy uh, in the Old Testament, it's made several times, it is a, a recognition of that fact, that... Um, through our baptism, the Spirit dwells within us and then moves us, not as an exterior thing, but as 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 something interior to us, as as a desire of our heart that is moved. Um, it's a wonderful reality that one that we the the church recognizes and recognizes well. Um, this this very brief prayer: Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be renewed. And they shall be recreated, and you shall renew the face of the earth. That that very brief prayer was um, was used by the bishops at the at the Second Vatican Council at before every session, right? And one that we should probably invoke more often during even the most mundane of meetings, right? To uh, when it comes to ministry, that we should be constantly relying upon the Holy Spirit, but also something that we should use for our prayer. I know our Saturday devotions to Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal includes that prayer. Why? Because the Spirit is that, is who always moves us to pray. It's a prevenient grace. And then we see how Mary plays a role. And, and it's kind of a wonderful, uh, uh, a wonderful thing to, to just reflect on the fact that our prayer is so Marian um, as Catholics. It, it's, a, it's a wonderful gift for, for several reasons, one of which is the nature of Mary um, as a woman and as the uh, one who says fiat, right? The one who says, let it be done to me, uh, according to your word, that like that reality is, is one that we also need to mimic, that re- reception, but also the one that magnifies, right? My, my, that, that great Magnificat prayer that the church uses every evening prayer is something we should take to heart, that my soul magnifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Um, her words can become ours, and her, uh, in doing that, in, in uniting ourselves to her, her vocalization, we unite ourselves to her heart and to her uh, desires, and in doing so, we unite ourselves to her son.